Episode 68, Meet the Breaker Series with Sarah, Mrs. Squirt's Cards. All right, so uh, I think we're live here. Uh, welcome to The Card Diary by Javi S. Thompson. I am your host, Danny Cards. And this is a continuation of the Meet the Breaker series. Uh, today, we have a very special guest. We have Sarah from Instagram at, under Mrs. Squirts underscore cards. Mm -hmm. And uh, she hails from Northwest Montana. Right before yep. pressing record, she told me 60 miles from Canada. And that's Sarah with an H, right? Yes, with an H. That's the awesome. only way. That's the only way. All the other ways, they're they're not the real ways to do Correct. it. Correct. Um, so Sarah, uh, I didn't tell you this story before you press record. I, I wanted to get your live reaction. Oh. Um the way I first the, the way we first interacted online, because you know, we met at national and all that is I went back because something really stuck with me. It was the way that you sh you saw my humanity as a parent in the hobby. I kid you not. This is so coincidental. Exactly, exactly a year ago. So, by the way, mm. um, we're recording this on February 21st, 2024. We've been talking about having you on for a while. And um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. February 21st, 2023. So exactly a year ago, I made a post on Instagram with a picture of a positive COVID test. And it wasn't mine, um, but it was one of my kids. Uh, but I <laughs> eventually I did get COVID because uh, that's so hard to avoid. Uh, but my, right. my wife was traveling overseas for work. So I was single parenting. I was struggling. I was like, should I post this? Should I not? But, you know, part of the way I process things now is just posting and, you know, just 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 putting it out there. So, right. um, you know, I, I kind of talked about it. I won't read my caption and all that. But your response, um, can I can I read your response? I mean, do you remember the, the message and all that? Um, I have a brief detail. I don't know exactly like what post you're talking about. Mm. But man, a year has been it's been a crazy <laughs> year for us. So um, don't take any hard feelings if I don't exactly remember. But I have an idea no, of what no. I said. No hard feelings at all. I, again, I had no clue it was exactly a year. Like I remember, I vaguely I was like, I think I got COVID like a year ago, but. I can't believe the coincidence of this being the exact same day, February 21st. Um, I won't read the whole thing, but you wrote a very nice message to me. You said, first off, please know that you're killing it as a single parent right now. Use whatever form or platform you want to express how you feel. I think people forget that we're humans and we have feelings too. It is better to let it out than hold it in. You're doing great. Keep your chin up. Push through to the next obstacle uh, with the power of your friends, but also take some time to rest and relax. Your mental health is important, and so is your physical health. So make sure you take time to recharge. It's easy to get burnt out. Um, don't allow any negative energy affect you, who you are as a person. Focus on what you can control and not what you can't. You know what? At this point, I think I'm going to read the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to paraphrase, but it's just so good. It's such a great message, and I needed this so much at that time. Um, trust me, I fall victim to my own advice a lot, but I think once you can find a balance, you'll feel more calm. And then, I don't know if it's okay for me to talk about, but you mentioned how your daughter, um, she was like not, not doing, like she wasn't feeling well, and that, you know, there is right. medication. And so you have kids too. 
Um, yep. And you say that uh, the stress that carries, I get that too, but you got this thinking of you and your family. Yep. End comment. That stuck with me so much. And mm. I like, pretty sure I got very like teary eyed or emotional uh, when I saw that because it was just such a, you know, and I said, thank you so much. And we kind of conversed, but you know, right. you, we kind of like followed each other for a little bit at that time. And, you know, I eventually did get into one of your breaks, but I, I didn't, you knew me, we never met in person, you know, you didn't know me from Adam and yet here you are just giving me so much encouragement when I felt like I needed it. So, you know, thank you so much. Uh, You're welcome. For, I think this hobby that. is very dark at times. Mm -hmm. And I think that we forget, um, and people forget that there's people behind the cameras. There's, people who have lives behind the cameras. And I think that just because <clears throat> maybe you can't see them or you're not with them every day, you don't know their struggles. But um, I think a lot of breakers take a lot of um, abuse. Um, and it's not just breakers. It's a lot of people in the hobby. But mm -hmm. I think as breakers, we take a lot of, of abuse. Like, um, I know that my DMs are loaded with you know when is this gonna ship when is that gonna ship and and i i know i've always had a really good turnaround time and it's just life happens mm -hmm. and if you can't see the humanity and you can't see that people are humans then you really you've really gotten a problem it's more of a problem at that point and um i'm very transparent and so um and that's all heartfelt everything that i wrote in that was completely from the heart it wasn't just you know, people do things for views and for attention. It's just, that's just who I am. It's like, I care for the people in this hobby and I've gotten burned a lot. Um, mm. But I think that if we can remember that there's humans behind every account, uh, for the most part, there might be some trolls, but, um, but for the most part, we're human. And I think that we forget that a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's just social media in general and yep. keyboard warriors and the trolls. And, you know, hopefully no one would say certain things they say online to someone in their face. Otherwise, I mean, I guess that could also happen. Um, character. Yeah, exactly. So um, I would love to kind of get to know who, what got you to the point where you are today with breaking, like, you know, your relationship with the hobby and all that. Uh, but before I do, I did want to say, so five months after that, in July of 2023, we, we met in person at the National. Uh, you did do mm -hmm. some breaking at the Breakers Pavilion, if I recall. Um, yeah. You gave me a sticker. I did not have any. I still don't have any, which is wild. Um, but I um, I still have that sticker. Um, you know, I got, again, like, uh, and, and one final thing I want to say is, like, during this past holiday season, this past, you know, uh, holiday time, uh, I received a... Uh, holiday card from you and it was it said thank you and then here's a coupon for twenty dollars off a future break and mm -hmm. I was like oh my goodness this is like above and beyond customer service like I it was it was incredible um so thank you for doing that of course I mean that's I think that's my whole thing is that who I am as I give back I don't I don't expect a lot in this hobby just your respect and just your friendship and stuff so oh. holiday seasons I always send out a Christmas card or holiday card um, to everybody who joined into breaks with us during that year. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, you know, I think at this point we're, we've got about a thousand that I send out every year and I do hand sign every single one of them. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I make E do it too. He takes a little bit longer, mm -hmm. um, but his little scribble. Um, but yes, so we do hand sign them and then obviously send them out to you. So for those who are unaware, E is is who again? 
<sighs> the husband. Okay. <laughs> you say it with <laughs> such a sigh. Um, no, so you... he's the is he he's the shipping and handling department of, of things? No. He's no. the top loading and sleeving during breaks. Oh yeah, I, I mean the yeah, the help right. Uh the back end, the, the not the on camera personality. Or... He he's getting a little bit more, um, mm-hmm. but that's just not who he is, and I would never force him to be that way. Mm-hmm. But people do know who he is at the national, um, mm-hmm. and that's you know I wouldn't be here without him. So mm. without his support and without his um, encouragement, so yeah. I I can't just say he's just a helper. He's you know he is my best friend, Aww. and we bicker a lot, and <laughs> I make snide comments about him, and he does the same to me. So it's just kind of. It's who we are, and it's kind of the platform that we built. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I think in my post, I wrote that my wife is my best friend, and that continues to be the case. And same, like, just all the support. Um, just it's it's so integral. Um, yes, and she mm-hmm. won't be on camera. And, you know, she wants me uh, to very much kind of uh, protect, like, not have her and the kids on camera. But that definitely mm-hmm. doesn't preclude me from putting my pets on camera <laughs> right. and things like that. But no, that's that's so wonderful. Um, and again, I guess before we get to the breaking, um, you, your your Instagram bio or like you're generally known as the first breaker, uh, the, the first Female woman breaker. breaker. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, the so OG. I guess the OG. So let's get to that. Let's get to the background. Let's get to the history and then to how you got into breaking, please. Okay. Um, well, for me. Um, I've been collecting my whole life. Uh, that's, I think everybody starts with that, you know, Oh, I've been collecting my whole life. Um, I'd be a billionaire right now if I kept all my Pokemon in good shape or in general, but I collect everything. May it be those pogs. Um, it was Pokemon. It was pogs. It was sports cards. Um, it's kind of just like whenever I had an extra dollar or two, you know, you get a pack nowadays, you can't do that, but um, but that's how it was back then. And I have always loved it. And, um, I kind of collected on my own term. I didn't, I wasn't on social, social media. And actually the funny thing is, is I never had an Instagram account until I started breaking. And so, um, didn't even know how to use Instagram cause I just wasn't on it. And, um, that was five years ago, six years ago. Um, and, there was nobody else that was a, a female breaker that was pushing product as much as I was at that time. And, um, I mean, and I'm talking, I'm not talking about LCSs that have breakers because that's, that's a whole different, I, I feel like that's a whole nother Avenue because I'm not gonna say they don't have, they have to work hard too for what they have and no, no shame on that game whatsoever. But I think as somebody who doesn't have an LCS attached to them, it's a lot harder to come up in this hobby as a breaker. You have to really prove yourself. Um, And so I did that and I really had to prove myself as being a female in the hobby. Nobody trusted me because I was a female Um, as, as stupid and as cliche as that sounds. Um, And, and that's fine. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't offend me. It just makes me work harder. Um, and I did that. It's exactly what I did. And I've been grinding ever since. Um, I haven't, this isn't my only, this isn't really a source of income. This is just something I do because I enjoy the hobby. Um, this is something I do uh, to provide something for somebody else. 
And um, I, I don't do it to make a million dollars. I don't do it to make thousands of dollars. I do it because it's something that I enjoy. Um, and I think that's where we kind of, people have started losing the grasp of what this hobby is. And I've always stayed true to myself that I will not do something I don't want to do. I'm not going to try to be bigger than I am. Um, I just want to be me. And if, that, if being bigger means I have to change me, then I don't want to. Hmm. Um, and so I've just been true to myself. And um, I have a, you know, people respect me for that. Um, I'm Like I said before, I'm very transparent. If something's going on in my life and I can't get to what needs to be done ASAP, then that's what happens. I will let you know. Um, but my family will come first. Mm -hmm. For anything and everything, this hobby is my family, but my physical family will come first. And if that means that your cards are delayed a few days for shipping because I'm dealing with my father-in-law's stroke or I'm dealing with family issues, mm -hmm. then I would hope as a human you would understand that as well. And um, I think that's just who I am. I And I just keep building it. I'm an entrepreneur in trade. Um, I... Between my husband and I, we have five other companies that we run and operate ourselves. So this isn't, like I said, this isn't just the only thing I do. I, I enjoy this. This is my, this is my baby, if you want to call it. But um, I, I, I grew from day one on my own. I didn't, I didn't have the help or, um, and by, by I said my own, because I don't say that like as in all my followers didn't help bring people to me because they totally did. And I wouldn't be here without them. But I built it with my own money. I built it with my own time. I built it with my own um, transparency. I, it's, it's E and I. You know, we're not going to give this to anybody else. You know, this is just us. And if that means I'm working until 5 o'clock in the morning, then that's what it is. Hmm. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. So, you know, uh, on that comments about growing up i i guess one thing i wanted to ask was you know picturing you collecting the pogs and the pokemon and sports cards was were you did you grow up in montana and then no okay where, where did you grow up uh, i was basically born and raised in portland oregon so we've okay. only been in montana for a little bit well almost three years so like um, covid yeah we moved during covid okay um but we just had to get out of portland and so um, this is, we moved here because his dad has multiple generations here. Mm. His side, so mm -hmm. we, we went somewhere where there was family. Gotcha. Gotcha. Man, I've never been in that area. The closest I can even say that I have any, like, I, I feel like I, I try to connect with people with, you know, what connections we do have. Um, I remember growing up in uh, New York City, there was this one restaurant called Jackson Hole, but I know Jackson Hole is in Wyoming. Right? Wyoming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they had like the best burgers if anyone remembers this this is like in the 90s in the upper east side in, in new york city jackson hole oh my gosh like buffalo burgers I'm like i didn't even know you could eat a buffalo and all this stuff oh um, yeah there's tons here i mean <laughs> i don't think there's anybody that lives here that doesn't have either half a cow or half a buffalo in their freezer because we do i mean it's just how it is here and well you know if you ever want to come out we do have a show in april so if you want to come out oh wow so i I, you know, I wanted to talk about how, you know, that growing up and building the, the breaker empire and all that. But I mean, 
let's talk about the card scene uh, in Montana. Like, uh, like, where's the show? When is it? Like, what? Like, how 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 are shows in in, in that area? Well, um, down in Missoula, uh, there's a bigger show uh, called Zoo Town. They have their own. They're an LCS down there. Great people. Strongly recommend them. Twice a year, they do it. Uh, excuse me. They actually do it. We're kind of on the same schedule. So there's their show is a week before ours. And then they also do one in September. Mm-hmm. Um, our show is April 20th um, mm-hmm. in Kalispell, south side of Kalispell at the um, Hilton Garden Inn. That's where we had it last time. But this time I have um, four autograph, four signers. Mm. And JS, JSA will be there as well, authenticating anything you have, as well as... Um, just whatever you're getting signed can be authenticated on site. So, so I, I did not have this in my show notes. So please tell me more about the four signers. Like how many tables are there? I mean, how many people usually come to these shows? Yeah. So actually the last one was really busy. Um, we're, we're starting this. This is only my third show here. Okay. Um, that I'm, so I'm growing this as much as I can. Um, but it, it's a process, obviously you don't become mm-hmm. a national overnight. Um, and, I think last time we had roughly 100 tables sold. Um, I've expanded it to 150 this time. Obviously, we have autograph signers, which will take their own tables for that. But um, I've also partnered with Brain Injury Alliance of Montana, and I'm a sponsor with them. Um, And so I've been working with them on the back burner, just kind of with their stuff. And They've connected me with a lot of UFC fighters mm. um, as well as boxers. So we actually in Great Falls, uh, Todd Foster, who's a 1988 Olympian boxer, mm-hmm. um, will be there. He It's only like three hours from us, which I didn't even know he was that close. Okay. Um, so he'll be there. He's not signing. He actually, um, his injury caused him to mm. be unable to sign. But I'll Pictures. have photos there yeah. of his signature and his picture from his 1988 olympics wow and you can get that and then uh photo ops mm-hmm. all of them you can do autos photo ops um the price is the same it doesn't change it's only 15 dollars. Mm-hmm. but matt hughes ufc fighter matt will be hughes there um jen's pulver will be there as well okay also a ufc fighter he just was in, inducted um inducted into the hall of fame mm-hmm. um and then uh, Alfie Al- Alcaraz, okay. who's also a UFC fighter. Wow. Okay. So I got to say, 1988 Olympics. That was definitely in Seoul, South Korea. I mean, I was I was like I wasn't there at the mm-hmm. time. I was like six years old in America. But um, that's so cool. Um, you know, yep. when I thought of signers, I did not think of boxers and UFC. Um, I, I but I I think that's so awesome that you were able to get those folks. Um, so you, so you're into UFC and boxing then too, like collecting. Well, actually, E used to used to um, cage fight, and he <laughs> was a wrestler growing up. So there you go. I mean, right. it's kind of in our blood to to really enjoy it, and um, mo- the portion of the proceeds from or you know sales of tickets are going to the Brain Injury Alliance of Montana um, to help with research on uh, TBIs TBI. and uh, injuries and. In sports people, because I guess in Montana, um, we don't get any money. We don't get any federal assistance. And oh. TBI is the second leading cause of, or brain injuries are the mm. second leading cause in Montana for deaths. Oh, my goodness. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't. What is the first like everywhere else? Pro- I'm guessing heart disease or something like that. Or um, I don't know what the first one is, but I just know that. And then like nationwide, it's like it's up there as well. Um, a lot of a lot of um, states can get assistance, but a lot of other ones have to have these organizations or um f uh, 501c's mm-hmm. in order to get funding yeah. for things and it, it's just it was really disheartening because i actually i got the luxury of talking to every single one of our signers um and just hearing the fact that people that we look up to at one time in our life are struggling and, and i don't like it so yeah. i'm using my platform that i have to further advance and bring in fun funding for them and um, getting to meet these guys. And I actually am going to a bigger event in June. They're holding a huge um, banquet where I'll meet Drew Brees and uh, Joe Namath and Jerry Rice and some mm-hmm. other people and get to just talk and like listen to their stories and stuff. So, Wow. I did not think we we're going to be talking about this, but I'm so glad we are. Um, how If people wanted to... Uh, check out the show uh, if they're in the Midwest area or if they want to donate. Like, I mean, what, what are some Instagram tag handles, uh, websites that you could kind of share with us here? So I um, just actually started because I I kept on loading up my own, you know, my Instagram card account with the show. And I was like, you know, I just need to make a show Instagram, yeah, you know, yeah. I can barely keep up with mine. I let know. alone I'm like, oh, let's do another one. Yeah. So eventually it will have more i'm i'm still trying to yeah, this last couple of weeks has been kind of a um a wash for us with ethan's dad having a stroke last monday mm-hmm. um so. that's been our priority yeah taking care cool. of him getting him settled getting him to his doctor's appointment so mentally i just haven't really been on the ball so um sorry. he's but he's doing okay so it's just one of those things where you just got to keep chugging along um but I will start having that for now. It's just my own personal card Instagram. And then um, my website has the location to buy the Matt Hughes tickets, which I need to update um, to put in the other three. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to be a vendor, that's always an option too. Um, And you can just email me directly and I can send all that information, but my flyer has it all. And that flyer is on my card account. So um other than that i don't really i will start blasting it in the valley as well as um washington idaho oregon and um sending out to other card shops that i know that are going to support awesome well i'll definitely put your full handle because it's like mrs mrs and then squirts s-q-u-i-r-t-s underscore c-a-r-d-s cards so correct um well that's that's fantastic i I wish you the best of luck with that um sounds i i I mean i love seeing shows that the only the the main thing that really limits me is just having a young family myself and not being able to go to everything i want to like i mean just the past two months i mean the start of 2024 we had what dallas culture collision burbank you know atlanta california and i'm just like i I just want to go to all of them but i mean it's you know it's 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 feasible yeah it really isn't i mean you know i have youth basketball i'm a coach for both of my son's teams and not just coaching just cheering them on like it's just i want them to feel supported and you know it just would be so hard for me to say hey uh 
not coming to this game because of a card show. Um, so I, I think after that, I it'll, it'll kind of slow down because, I mean, I kind of help with soccer. I really don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I'm just kind of like a warm body just saying like, hey, uh, kick it harder. And then they <laughs> try to. And then that's it. That's my extent of uh, soccer coaching. So yeah, that I don't that's... feel too bad. I'm, I'm actually trying to too. yeah they're getting Stalker. to the age where it's getting harder the competition gets harder and you know kids are starting to do more travel where I'm kind of like hey do you really want to play soccer like I'm trying to co- not convince them not to but I'm just like let's talk about our goals here or like you know they just I think for the most part they just want to be you know with their friends which is probably right. the main reason to do youth sports to you know to try to get that feeling of camaraderie and 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 team uh so that you know, because it's not an individual sport, right? Like tennis or golf, where you just kind of do things yourself. You have to play within the team. So I, you know, I just, I, I think the main thing I try to do is try to, you know, give them a childhood that <laughs> I kind of say sometimes I, 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 I didn't have myself, but more of like, mm-hmm. just want to give them, a, yeah, just want to give them a good childhood. Right. So, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Uh, card show promoter. <laughs> I should say meet the card show promoter series with Sarah. <laughs> um, so you are also a breaker. Um, I have just so many questions that came from Instagram, uh, but I'm going to have to try to limit them because we're already kind of coming up on the 30 minute mark. But I mean, so grown, you know, the whole like, you know, you told me that you grew up in Portland, Oregon, and that's where you're doing the pogs and Pokemon and sports cards. Mm-hmm. But growing to where you are now, like, I guess one question we didn't really talk about is, uh, where where do you break? Uh, do you break in multiple channels? Uh, I know you break on Instagram because that's how I found you and and that's how I got into one of your breaks. But like where where do you break and what do you break? So, yeah, Instagram's only what it is right now. Um, I know I've been saying I think for two years now that I was going to get on YouTube and it's just every time I get ready to set it up and do it all, it's just something in our life has happened. So mm-hmm. um Right now, it's still just Instagram, and I'm it's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, mm-hmm. And we break literally everything. There's not. I don't think there's anything that we don't break. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer not to break some things, but some sports. But um, people like it, and so we do it. And I just make E do it. What What kind of sports are those? Soccer. <laughs> you said it with mm-hmm. such. Oh my goodness! I mm-hmm. I've I've actually received some like. Bob Ross cards from you, Bob Ross painting mm-hmm. sets. So you really do have a variety. Uh, I, I know when we were trying to set this up, um, you told me that, oh, I couldn't, you know, I can't record a certain time because you were doing Formula One, right? Yep. So, but your main, would you say like a lot of breakers, the bread and butter kind of is like football? The and main ones. Baseball, yeah. Yep. Football, yep. basketball. I got, I got into a basketball break with you. I got the Wizards because I wanted to get, um, you know, my, my home team. Um, do you have breaker? Do you have people who buy in? So, so there's the the breaking right. A lot of the the a lot of the maligned uh, perception of breakers is oh, it's just they're facilitating the gambling aspect, and it's all about trying to positive ROI. And you know, these people who get into breaks, they just want to pull the casino, um, the slot machine, and and try to hit triple sevens. But I mean, you the way you break, I mean. Do you find that your the, your buyers are just because when I bought in, you know, I bought in as I want the Wizards because they're my local team. That's probably a very naive way to look at it. But I, I really thought like, hey, if if I want a team or two that I want specifically, then yeah. that's a reason to break because I didn't want the other 
cards um, of other teams. So, I mean, do you do you find that you know your buyers are kind of like more collectors or or slot machine pullers? It's a mix, um, but you know, having I mean, I've I probably at least half of my followers are original followers. Um, and so over the years, it's like, I know their favorite teams. I know who they collect. So when they, they're like, you know, when Joey B's big and they're like, oh, I'm going to take the Bengals. It's like, mm, you're just trying to flip it, which is fine. I don't care. I don't care what you do. But it's just funny because it's just like sometimes I'm just like, mm, I'll give them, I'll send them a DM like, oh, okay. Like, you know, joking <laughs> with them. Just like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I've had to tell people that I'm not accepting them anymore. Um oh. And I have absolutely no problem cutting people off if I feel like it's becoming an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if that means that they leave me and go to somewhere else, that's fine. That's what I'm wow. talking about. The money is has nothing to do with this. Mm. The card community will not survive if we, one, can't allow it so people can afford it. That's a big one. But also enjoying it and not just to go for those big cards. Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time, it, yeah, it's fun. It's fun trying to get those big cards for your customers. Mm-hmm. But then when you don't get them, you, me personally, and I still to this day, I feel bad. Yeah. Like I feel genuinely bad that, shoot, they didn't get anything that's even worth how much they had to pay for the spot. And I know it's a gamble. Life's a gamble. So we can't, everything's a gamble, you know, mm-hmm. but. I don't I don't partake in like um other parts of gam of the things where they do like the um randomized or like the the razes and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't do that. Okay. I don't do final fillers. I don't do that because that is dolloping into a little bit more of a gambling aspect than than being just breaking. Because if you went to the hobby store and you bought the box at full price, you're gambling on even pulling a card that you want. So it's all, everything is, you can, you're not guaranteed anything. Really, you're not. I mean, some right. things are missing out of po- out of boxes. So I don't know. I just, um, but I, I do, I, I personally just cut people off. I'm just like, hey, take a break. You, what, if they start getting really aggressive, like I can tell through DMs, mm-hmm. which it's very easily. Um, I'm like, hey, why don't you take a break? Why don't you step back, take a few days off, calm down come back to me and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't and i do see them in other breaks and you know i i've asked other breakers in the past i'm like hey how was so and so and they're like they're rude and i was like "Mm, nothing's changed and that's yeah that's a that's a really sad part is when you see people from the beginning when they're who they are and then they get so addicted to um it's anything um the thrill i guess yeah. But yeah, definitely I have a mix. I have people who collect strictly for their PCs mm-hmm. and then I've got people who do it just to hit the big cards and then sometimes they mix back and forth. It's it's never consistent, but I do, yeah, I I've kept my eye on it. I think that is so I don't know for the lack of a better word like noble of you to do that because I know many breakers who I doubt I'll have on my podcast with the meet the breaker series, but um, you know, you know, they, they just want, it's all, it is, it is a bottom line. It's, it's about the money. It's about, you know, I've been on blast texts 
where people are just like, hey, I'm running this and come come get in. Spots are going fast. And, you know, the, that sense of urgency. And it's like, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, so I, I think promotion is important. I think it's good for people to try to differentiate themselves. But it's it's too when it's too much. It's just like, I mean, yeah. you know, you can tell. Uh, but that's just me. I mean, for someone else, it's like, oh, I needed that reminder. Time to get my fix in. I just got my paycheck last Friday and it's, you know, it's burning a hole in my pocket or whatever. But, um, you know, what you just said though, makes me think of two questions and I'm going to just intersperse these. I'm not going to just do them at the end in case we don't get to Mm -hmm. them, but, um, from Instagram sports card, winter Haven, uh, good, good guy, uh, on, yeah, he sells on eBay as well. Uh, shout out to him. So the question he had was, when buyers get skunked, like we're just talking about buyers who don't get anything or from a break. So his question is, when buyers get skunked, do you have a stash to help ease their loss? Or is it too bad, so sad? That part I, I put at the end myself. So um, that kind of, if you don't, if somebody pays for something and you don't give them anything in return, that is straight up gambling. And mm-hmm. um, I learned that through talking to my attorney. Um, and so I actually, um, if you don't get anything, we send you a pack of product instantly and that, and it's can be in, it's any sport. Sometimes I try to do it with the sport that we're breaking. I can't always guarantee that I have, um, loose packs of, you know, football laying around. Cause I usually, I don't, ha- I, right now I can't even hold football. Like it just mm-hmm. goes so quickly. Yeah. Um, but if you skunk out. We we always we make it right. Um, and if there's something wrong, and this is another part of me, if there's something wrong with the box, if we're missing an auto, if we're missing two autos, which has happened when there's supposed to be two autos, I personally will take care of that box situation on my own time, but I will pull in another hobby box. And that then becomes part of the break. Because the thing is, is you are buying something and I will deal with, the hassle and bassle um, of whatever comes of it, if anything ever does, but I will take the loss and provide something that at least they can have something. So I don't allow anybody to walk away. You and your mind might be upset, but I don't allow you to walk away without having um, a pack of product or incorporating more product if i don't like how the break went Mm. and it's all how i feel it's not it's and i'm such a i'm such a um i care i care a lot Mm -hmm. and um i don't care about if people like me or not i care about that people are getting what they deserve and they're getting taken care of and they're getting a service that they that they enjoy um and so yeah i always take care of it even if it's a five dollar team and you hit nothing you're gonna get a hobby pack sealed and i don't and that's how it is that's just who i am i've been doing that i've been doing that aspect of it i think um for three years now so you know this next question i think has already in a way been answered by the way you're giving these you know responses um i (laughs) I already knew you from a while back, and so I'm so glad we're finally recording on a podcast as opposed to just kind of like DMing or, you know, right. uh, in comment section of posts. Um, but like, I, it makes me wonder how many breakers are like you, right? I mean, it's like you have the corporate, the backyard, the the big boy breakers that, 
it's it is just money it seems like and then you have these independent smaller breakers who um don't have any allocation distribution who have to find you know find the hobby boxes and have to just you know they do the shipping and packing and sleeving all within by themselves or with a significant other and i just i don't know it, it just seems like it's a difference you know and please don't take this the wrong way but like you know if breaking is like in a way serving a meal it's like the the big breakers it can maybe tend to seem like it's like a franchise chain restaurant and then mm-hmm. for for y'all it's kind of like a like a mo- mom and pop you know hole, hole in the wall or you know just kind of like a smaller um restaurant and, and apologies if you take any offense to, to the way i said that you can't offend me so <laughs> all right here we go i'm gonna start no Try. um so the so the question i had from quim cards who's who's a, a memer on instagram who I, I i really like his stuff I, I just don't know why he's not getting more traction but uh quim cards um good instagram follow uh why his question is and again i think you've answered already but just to ask it why should folks choose you to break with like what is the differentiator with you um because i care about you as a person Uh, i mean bottom line it's it's more of a of an experience you're gonna have you're gonna most of the time now right now it is sometimes just me breaking um and not having my sidekick next to me but we are a package deal um people come in for the comedy and just the laughter because we really E and I do bicker back and forth. We will make you laugh. You will have a good time. You will enjoy it. Um, I, like I said, right now I'm I am behind on shipping, and I will take a hundred and ten percent responsibility on that. Just with everything going on in my life, um, I'm actually once we get done with this, I'm shipping. I think I got like a hundred packs already done. I've got twenty five more to go. Um, but it's like. I put the, there's attention in detail. We top load and sleeve more cards than I think most breakers do. Um, we send you everything. I don't care if you say you don't want base. Well, actually, I will keep your base if you don't want them. Because I just give them to the kids at this, at the, um, at our shows. I can't yeah. even think. Um, yeah. But there's, there's heart put into everything. Um, and it's not, when you DM me, you're DM. You're gonna talk to me. I will. I will respond to you. I'm not gonna leave you hanging. Um, I used to back in the day when I first started, when I was only doing like 15 or 20 packs, you know, shipping. Um, I would send a picture of everybody's tracking. Nowadays, I'm doing 150 plus, you know, mm-hmm. just today, which each one weighs about 10 pounds each. So, oh, wow, that's what happens when you do top series one. Um, <laughs> And I just went and ordered another case that just got here too. So I don't know what I'm doing, but, um, (laughs) but it's just like, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it from the day, from the time you select a team Mm -hmm. to the time you receive your package. Mm. Um, Also, I've been kind of slacking on this too. Um, I owe a lot of people these, but I'm partnered with, um, or not partnered. Oh, I guess I'm collabed with Gary V as well. Hmm. So I have many V friends that I send in every pack. I just, like I said, I had, I didn't do it this time. I didn't, I don't think I've done it the last couple of times just because I've been trying to get things out in time. Um, but every team you take, you get one. 
So it's, mm. it's a little thing for you to have for yourself or to give to your kids. Mm. Um, but I just, I make sure you're taken care of. And that's, yeah. I think the biggest thing I don't, your money. Yes. Obviously you have to pay for the product. Um, but I always work with people. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't want it to be a set, a set amount. I don't want it to be, this is how much you have to make. This is how much you have to do. This is, I don't want that added stress in my life. So I do it on my own terms and I actually break down all my breaks myself. I take the time. I, I go through the checklists. I look at the rookie class. I, I do all that myself. And so it's not like I click a button and it's done for me, like on other platforms. It's, I have to take that time and and I love it. I love all that. That's that's the fun for me. And doing mm. inventory is fun for me. Eat things mm -hmm. I'm crazy. Um, but I enjoy it. That's that's just who I am. And yeah. I and you'll definitely know that you're you matter. Mm. You're not just another number. You're not just another dollar sign in our breaks. You matter. And we we want you in our in our lobby. If you're not gonna join our breaks, that's fine. But we'd love to have you in our lobby chatting with us and just hanging out and I will kick people out of my life if they're rude to myself or anybody else in my life. It's just, mm. there's no warning. One time you do it, you're gone mm. and blocked. So. Gotcha. So I, I think that's a good, uh, so I didn't know about the Gary V thing. Um, so I, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I could go down that rabbit hole. Um, I don't know how much, like when, when did you partner with that? But then I do have a follow up uh, question about the looking at the checklist mm. and all that. September, October. Okay. So yeah. So is this like actually, from... what, what we have is we have um, vending machines with him. Mm. Um, and so we bought vending machines. They're out in the valley. Um, and then I have one personally for my office, and um, that is where I'm giving out the mini V friends from. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. I, I actually totally enjoy it. And I know people have their opinions on Gary V and, and that's fine. Have your opinions. I don't, I, I do what I like. Yeah. And so I think that's where people need to realize, like, don't do what everybody's doing. Do what makes you happy, makes you excited. Not mm -hmm. just because everybody else is doing it. Absolutely. Um, so you, you've mentioned the Valley a couple of times. I, I apologize. I really don't know. I, like, I think I know what you're talking about. But when you say the Valley, what, what does that mean? Um, so where we live, we actually are surrounded completely by mountains. Okay. Um, and so it, it's called the Valley. Um, like all of Kalispell, all the way down to, I think, Polson. So about an hour and a half south. Um that's all encompasses the valley. It's just. It's all in Montana. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so maybe it's not what I, it's not, it's nothing close to death Valley or California. I don't, I, I'm so sorry. I don't know if I can even pick out Montana on a map. And I feel so like East coast, so much East coast bias when I say that, but uh, well, when you said Midwest earlier, we're definitely Midwest. not Midwest. What is it called? We're, Pacific? We're North. Um, we are literally like we border Canada. So, so like, I mean, we're the northest part. It, so it's like in um, Game of Thrones, like the north, we the north. No, we the north is Toronto Raptors. Sorry. But uh, so it's just called the north. Well, I mean, it's just the north. I mean, the north. I, okay. I mean, 
when I lived in Oregon, it was the Northwest, Pacific Northwest. Pacific, yeah, yeah, PNW. So it's like you're just going eat in a little bit more, more inland. <laughs> okay. And then it's north. Pacific north. So you, you lose the Pacific because you're not in the Pacific. Mm -hmm. You lose the west because it's not the west. It's more east. So you're but left north. with north. So Pacific Northwest turns into the north. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I learned something. Thank you. <laughs> so... These vending machines uh, with, oh, did you get to meet Gary V at the National last year? I've met him every year, yeah. Oh, every year. Oh, so yeah. is this like a thing, like you go to VCon or something like that? Is that what it's called? I am going to VCon in okay. August, yes. Okay, in LA. all right. VCon, August. Okay. I, I, there, yes, he's very polarizing. He gets a lot of hate, but I have no problems with, you know, I, I met him in the National. Um, I don't consume, I don't buy V, v cards and all that, but... I don't know. It's just, it's just like people who hate on people who are trying to be positive or fun. Like again, like the hate with Jeff Wilson and all that stuff. I, I, I just don't get it. I mean, I'm just, you know, again, collect what you like. Have fun. Yeah. You just have fun. Um, okay. So this, this question comes from pancake analytics. He sent me a lot of good questions. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can get to all of them, but when you're talking about looking at the checklist and the rookie class, the question that I want to kind of weave in from him is, how do you stay informed about the sports card market to make informed decisions about which products to feature in group breaks? So, you know, um, which hmm. websites to use for the rookie classes and the checklist? Um, I know, um, sorry, just giving you maybe giving you a little more time to think, but uh, I know recently uh, Cardboard Connection kind of went down. Um, the, the, mm -hmm. the owner operator, the person was like doing something maybe not good. I don't know, but it was down and I know that's where I go. <laughs> So that's where I used to go. Um, but I also do like group breaks, I think is another one um, that have checklists. But I, you know, I'm gonna be honest, I just use Beckett. Um, I just I think that go to the horse, like go to the source of where it all starts from. Uh -huh. And then I I just I break it down myself. I kind of so when I take a checklist, I always keep an eye on the rookie class. And so if it's football, it's like, you know, okay, right now it's CJ, it's Bryce, you know, it's all these people. But you have to remember then what product you're in because Panini, they don't sign in, but tops they do. Mm -hmm. So, or fanatics. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of like, you have to know the product, which means that you do your research. You literally just read up on it. I literally will read up. Um, I also try to not... If I'm going to do something that only has one or two cards, then I'm doing a case of it. Because there's no way I'm going to be like, oh, hey, I want to fill 30 freaking teams, but there's two cards. So you're not, somebody's not getting anything. 28 mm -hmm. of you. Yeah. And and so I'm not like that. I, I really do my research and I, I've, I used to break every single product. Another thing is affordability. Mm -hmm. I don't want to pay thousands and thousands of dollars for products um like roughly like you know like the nt the flawless i i spent when i first started breaking the same product which had a very big rookie class um i spent the like ten thousand or more on flawless and nt but yeah. i got 15 cases of each wow so that's it that's where it's it is now now you can't even i don't i think you can only get a box yeah right now for that cost and it's just another thing that has very very little 
you know, um, carts produce, but also you don't get your money back. And that's another thing is like, I don't want people to hang themselves basically trying to pay for these teens. And then the cards worth mm, a 10th of what they are. So I've just kind of, I've called it I'm like, Nope, not doing that. Nope, not doing that either. You know, like I just, I make my own decisions and, um, I think that's why I'm very happy with just being myself and doing my own thing. And I've really kind of, it's been only kind of the last few months that I've been very okay with it. Hmm. Um, because I don't want to be forced to move big product when my heart's saying no. Yeah. I mean, with flawless, you get a briefcase, but the briefcase has a ham and cheese sandwich in it. That's about it. Pretty much. I <laughs> wish that'd be worth more. So with you moving so much product, like, do you, do you have, uh, do you work with an LCS to get your, like, you know, do you have a distribution allocation or is it just kind of like aftermarket? How does it work? No, I, I've got allocations. I have Ooh. multiple, um, distributions that awesome. I have directly. Um, you... I do at times help a local LCS if I, um, need more than what I was allocated or could mm. get, um, I'll go to them on like whatever day you know the release date mm -hmm. so and you've had to work to get those relationships i mean you didn't have allocation from day one you you started from as no. i mean just start from the start from zero and then you just worked your way up yeah i um actually when i was li living in portland Beaverton area i was supporting a local two local um lcs's there who were supporting me in the you know in the background as mm -hmm. well um that helped me grow because you, I mean, that's the only way you're going to grow is you have to pay market price. Yeah. And then at that point you have to be okay to take loss the first year. Mm -hmm. And, and that's okay. Unless you just go to all of these card events and you sell yourself, yeah. which that's not who I am. I, I, I love the community I have. I love the community as a whole, but I love being just me. Like I've said this so many times. I know and I'm like on repeat, but it's just, that's just who I am. It's like, that's just what I want. It's like, I yeah. don't want, I don't want to owe anybody anything, I guess. Yeah. Before I get to the next question, um, you know, I, I think you and I've talked about it a little bit, but like I was not a breaker for a very long time. Um, I, much as I like making content, the, and you know, I'll be silly and myself on, camera or like behind the camera and all that i actually found that i really like the shipping and handling part of of um of breaking more than like the i, I don't know i still kind of get nervous about having other people's cards in my hands and like messing it up like i open i open packs weird i i don't want to ding anyone's corners and all this stuff and i, I just there's a amount of stress i think it gets better and easier if you do it more mm -hmm. but i just didn't like the i think uh and especially like the sitting, like even right now we're, we're like 50 minutes in and my back is barking at me and I'm like, I kind of got to want to get up and stretch. But yeah. I think I like, and that's why I think I like doing the eBay uh, uh, auction sales is I just, I love to just kind of pack things up, you know, just really neatly. It's, um, I don't know what it is about it, but um, I think finding what you like doing and just being yourself are so important. So, you know, thank you for sharing that. Um, mm -hmm. So the follow-up question I had 
uh, comes from winking cards. And I understand that, you know, you, you break solely on Instagram, but you know, these are the breakers. You did the breaker pavilion at, at, um, at the national. So his question is what, you know, what do you think will be the highest grossing breaker streaming app five years from now? Uh, so I guess that's 2029, but in a way, the more important question I have, you know, the, the, the B part of this question is like, you know, what has gone into your calculus to not go on to say like, you know, not just whatnot, but you know, there's loop, there's drip there, there was, you know, like car shop live, but you know, these other venues, um, you know, what, what has gone into your calculus to, to not want to go to those other streaming platforms? So I have been on whatnot. I've done mm -hmm. that. Um, okay. and there's nothing against it whatsoever. Um, it's just another place you have to go. And to me, it's like, I would rather do YouTube where it would go to all the main, um, hubs. That's kind of how I look at it. Um, loop, or I think it's Lupe. I don't know if it's Loop, whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah. Um, just another situation where it's just like, you can't be on every single streaming app. You can't, mm. I mean, you can if you don't want to have a life. Or if this is 100% your source of income, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not. And I have always said that my, like, if my family will come first. I want to know that I can break on these days or when release days are. And, um, I just, I built my, my foundation from the ground up. And I guess I, this might sound selfish, but I don't want to have to make these people who have been with me from day one, go to another app Switch, yep. just mm -hmm. to see me. Right. And so, um, I worked with, um, what's the other one? Mm, drip. Mm -hmm. I just don't like the fact that they get a portion of your commission. Mm. which I understand it has to fuel like it drip doesn't just work on its own. You yeah. know, it doesn't work off of free money and I get that, but as a breaker who is, who is breaking just a little bit above their cost yeah. because I want to provide a service that is affordable for people at any level, mm -hmm. taking any, any bit of the commission that I would make is hard to yeah. say yes to. Um, I could see, you know, big, 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 big ones, you know, doing it. And everybody says I am a big breaker and, and, you know, I appreciate it and whatnot, but, um, I don't, I don't want to be known as like a corporate breaker, mm -hmm. I think. And that's, mm -hmm. I don't want to be a robot. I don't want to hate what I'm doing. I want to enjoy what I'm doing. And I've also made it clear to people on that are followers that, the day that I do hate what I'm doing mm -hmm. is the day that I will be done because I don't want to be continuing to do something that I hate because it affects my quality. And I'm extremely like OC about my QA and I just, I'm good. I, I think that if I were to do anything, which I, like I've said, I have the channel. I just haven't done anything. Um, would be YouTube and it mm -hmm. would, that would be it because I don't want to spread myself thin. I don't yeah. want to be doing this. Um, you know, our busiest season starts in actually it starts next month and goes till October. And so like originally when I did this, it was during the winter because I, we weren't so busy and it was something mm. to do. And now it's like, 
I have to juggle multiple things and I don't want to be on a platform every night and missing out on my kids. Gotcha. They are my number one. Yeah, And so absolutely. I guess that's kind of where I'm at. I've tried some, I just, I can't, I can't um, commit to them like they Right. deserve. When you say busiest season, you, you don't mean like with cards and breaking, you mean just like life stuff. It's, So it's I a don't bit know March. if you, originally, like a couple years ago, the busy season for cards was actually like fall to spring. Yeah, Those were yeah. the busy times. Yeah, And then football. from spring and summer, it was always very a lull in new products being Yes. sent out. Yes. Well, now it's everything's so delayed that nothing's, there's no anything anymore. You don't know. But for us, our busy season is um, E's agricultural company that he's been owning and operating for multiple years now. Um, it starts in March in And we're talking, we're moving 45 to 50 truckloads of product every week. And I'm having to do the, you know, invoicing and everything for that. So that's, that's my, that's what our income is. That's not, you know, and then our other stuff too, but that's our main source of income. And so that gets my attention Mm hmm. March through October. And actually this year we went into November, but um, it's just, And that's an all year we're busy, but that is our big, Yeah. big season. And so that's when I say season, that's, that's our busy season for his company, as well as um, our vending machine company that we own and operate too, because uh, people come to Montana during the summer. And so they use our vending machines. so cool all right all right so uh thank you for sharing that um if i may kind of help answer this question from my opinion um about the highest grossing breaker streaming app so we didn't even talk about tiktok and that, that's its own separate thing and i i from a content creation standpoint i don't really like tiktok too much it, it's hard to build community and it's hard to i don't know it's it's something something about it um youtube again i, I would love to do more long form this podcast Um, I hope to put up on, uh, you know, YouTube as, as a video, you know, not just the podcast audio part, but I, you know, if I had to guess, what if, what if the biggest breaking streaming app hasn't even been created, right? I mean, because technology goes by so quick and there's so, there, you know, what's the next bright, shiny object? What's the next new thing? What's, you know, we, we all think that, you know, these new apps are, I mean, at, at some point, they're going to turn le into legacy apps and they're going to be outdated or they're going to be kind of like left for the next thing. So I think uh, some big players that we haven't even thought about who aren't in streaming. Yes, like, you know, YouTube is owned by, um, you know, Meta or, you know, Alphabet or Google and all this stuff. And then, you know, what about Amazon, right? There's such a huge retail behemoth. is Amazon going to get into, you know, they have Amazon prime with streaming apps, but when it comes to live selling and streaming, I, I don't know. Like, I hope not. I mean, right. I mean, talk about a, uh, chain restaurant. I mean, it's, <laughs> that would just be like massive. I just think having, I like, so I, I, I can't really say this because I, we have our hands in multiple cookie jars Mm hmm. when it comes to our businesses. Um, I think ha having some access to some things is a good thing, but I also think that Amazon doesn't understand sports cards and like that whole aspect of it. I think fanatics is going to do really well for a while. I really do. I don't know how long the longevity of it is. 
I don't know since they just put um, Android. So now Android users right. can use it. Right. Um, I think that it's a great, I think their idea is a great idea. Now, do I think it's long term? I don't know. I think somebody who can incorporate like a card ladder or a Ludux in with a Fanatics Ooh. breaking mm. network yeah. could do something like that and collab on that and make something that way. I think that would be more beneficial than than just a streaming service. Almost like immediate comps. It's almost like this uh, augmented reality or something where you can just immediately identify value propositions. Mm -hmm. Which, That's, I mean, ooh. I think that we're getting there with just the way technology is. Yeah. I just don't know how feasible or um, realistic that is at this point. But I think yeah. we've got all these little pieces everywhere, but I think somebody needs to come together, take all the little pieces, put them together yeah. and make one network. And I know that's what kind of fanatics is trying to do. And yeah. I think that they're doing a really good job on it. I just, I still think that there's still more, um, they're still missing the mark. And I think a lot of, of those accounts are missing the mark on what is really I needed. I don't know about other people, but I literally just got goosebumps just thinking about that. Just uh, the next gen of streaming, just kind of like incorporating other elements. I mean, we already mm -hmm. see like, uh, you know, fanatics with the vertical integration of like, you know, the marketplace and this, you know, and the streaming breaking. And, you know, I know that the next domino has to be falling, which is, is grading. I mean, they're, they're going to have to buy up a grading company and, in, I don't they know, already inside. did, I thought. Oh, who? Really? I thought they were already incorporated with somebody. I can't remember. Oh, man. Is it? Breaking news. Hmm. I don't know. No? I th okay. I've heard it. I've heard it around town that it that they're that they have they have a grading company. They have an auction house. Um, they have obviously tops and Car whatever else they're yeah. going to go for. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go look it up because if I'm behind the times or if I'm behind the uh, eight ball, it's as a as a person who's just always on social media. Like that's that's bad for me to not know. But that's fantastic. I mean, that's yeah, very interesting if that's the case. Um, well, I I did say I was gonna try and keep it under an hour. We did, we're a little bit over. Um, I, okay. I feel like we covered so much. I mean, more than I thought. Again, the show promotion stuff. The the kind of like, you know, sharing so much about your past and, you know, the, the, the V friend stuff and um, everything just uh, just was such an added bonus. <laughs> so thank mm. you. You're welcome. Um, OK, so to end, people can find you again. Instagram, I'll put it in the podcast description. It's Mrs. Squirts underscore cards. Um, really solely Instagram, maybe YouTube down the road. Um, maybe. Maybe. I hope I, I wish nothing but the best for you, not just with breaking, but with the things going on with your family and, you know, just uh, hope everyone, you know, is, is OK. And and just uh, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this. I missed all of that going on because, yeah, we've been talking about doing this for a while, but um, I kind of delayed and I could have delayed a week or two. But, you know, you being on right now and sharing the, the human side of, of, of a breaker is was just so fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Okay. I'm going to end it now and um, stay on. I, I just want to say a couple of things to you off camera and then, um, you know, I'm going to publish this uh, later this week, I think. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Thanks, Sarah. Mm-hmm.